Blog Talk Radio. Hello listeners, welcome to another broadcast of The Unexplained World, where the line between the natural and the supernatural may become nothing more than fuzzy. I'm Edward Shanahan, your host, a spiritual observer, and psychic reader. Also joining me tonight and every broadcast are our co-hosts, who are part of the inner circle of The Unexplained World and Spirit Weavers. So stay tuned, feel free to call in, and enjoy. Thank you. Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Sunday, August 12th broadcast of The Unexplained World with your hosts, Annette and myself, Ed Shanahan. Well, I got to say, Annette gave me a Fast call, there's a little emergency going on at her house. <clears throat> Excuse me. So she's going to try to get on the line um, as the show goes on. Hopefully everything turns out okay. But tonight we have a special guest and announcements to make. But first I'd like to bring on our guest. Our guest is an author of paranormal books about the Chicagoland area. It's just wrapped up speaking at 47 Chicago libraries and runs the top paranormal tours in the Chicagoland area. I'd like to welcome Ursula Bielski of Chicago Hauntings. Ursula, are you there? I am here. Hi, Ed. How you doing, kid? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Oh, just winging it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. You do that very well. You know, uh, working off the cuff right now. Um, um, hopefully, Annette will be able to, you know, join us in a little bit, and we'll see what happens. But first of all, you've been a busy lady with the Chicago Libraries. Oh my goodness, yes! Um, I, it was such an honor to be involved in this program this summer. As I'm sure a lot of the listeners know in the Chicago area, um, every summer there's a reading program for kids around Chicago, and that involves hundreds of Chicago libraries. There's hundreds of branches of Chicago Public Library. And I was one of, I think, six presenters that was invited to give presentations for the reading program for kids in Chicago this year. And it was, like I said, a great honor, (laughs) but it meant 47 children's programs um, in about five weeks, but really spread across 16 days. So it was four a day for, you know, four days a week for five weeks. It was crazy. But it was an incredible experience. I met so many people and so many kids all over the city. I got to go to a lot of neighborhoods that I've never even been to. And I just, I feel so much closer to the city and to the, you know, people that I've met all over the city, wonderful people all over the city, and just great kids reading all over the place. It was really cool. And you have written a a children's book, haven't you? Yeah, I did readings from my book, Creepy Chicago, which is for middle school kids um, around, you know, 8 to 12 years old. So that was a lot of fun. But I found I didn't didn't read a lot (laughs) from the book. Mm -hmm. I mostly mm-hmm. talked about how I grew up, you know, in Chicago and got interested in ghosts. And, you know, I talked about my haunted house that I lived in as a kid and talked about the places that my dad used to take me to when I was little. So I just, you know, mostly talked about my own experiences and how I got to be, you know, a ghost hunter and uh, became a writer. And, um, you know, the kids, of course, had lots and lots of questions. So it was a lot of fun. If um, there are any parents or aunts and uncles out there that would like to get a copy of that book, they can get it at your website. Am I correct? Oh, absolutely. There's links to, um, you know what, I think on our website we link to actually Amazon. So I mean, the books are okay. available at Amazon.com or from our publisher, which is Lake Claremont Press, which is LakeClaremont.com. And there's a link to that on our links page. 
at chicagohauntings.com too. But yeah, the books are all available and uh, right on our homepage at chicagohauntings.com there's a link to my books. You can check them out there and, and order them um, through the links there. And that is, again, chicagohauntings.com. That's right. Okay. Um, let's see. We were, I took some notes. To, uh, how are the tour, tours going? Oh, my God, Ed. It's nuts. This, this year has been, I mean, the whole year, the, even the winter and the spring has been crazy. We've, we've been doing really well, and this summer has just been wonderful, and we're tra- training a whole bunch of new tour guides right now. Um, we brought on our newest tour guide, Elizabeth Rintoul, last fall, and she's wonderful. She's a high school history teacher down near Mentino. And she, um, in the summertime, she takes students all over the world on haunt, you know, haunted history tours. So she's been really? in Australia, Paris, um, Scotland, England this summer only, alone. So she's, wow. she's been all over the place. So this summer we've been, we've been struggling to keep, you know, keep all the, the everybody happy, all the business happy, because we've had so, so much response to our tours this summer, more than ever. This is our best year ever. We're in our fifth year right now. And uh, so we're, we're glad Elizabeth is going to be home in a couple of days, and we're, we're <laughs> training some more guides right now, so we'll be ready for the October season. I know even Friday you guys had like three of them going, three tours It's crazy. Going. Sometimes there's like three, four <clears throat> tours going at one time between our own yeah. tours, our bus, and the hired buses, and, and private tours and everything. And, and of course, um, school groups that come from all around the country at this time of year, so it's it's a lot to uh, it's a challenge <laughs> to, well, to make everyone happy. Well, that's something I I I didn't realize it until you know I heard about it um, that you guys also offer private tours for you know groups of individuals as you know as one. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah. We have so much fun with the private tours. And a lot of times people will come on them for birthdays or anniversaries. We get a lot of bachelorette parties mm-hmm. and also children's birthday parties. But all the tours are tailored to the particular audience. And sometimes they get a little crazy, <laughs> especially the bachelorettes. <laughs> and sometimes the <laughs> corporate charters, they get a little crazy around that. Yeah. But it's always a lot of fun. And, and um you know, it, it, it's a good time, no matter what you're looking for. So it's, it's a lot of fun. What are the books that you have on the market already? Oh, my gosh. Um, let's see. I've got uh, the Chicago Haunt series, which is Chicago Haunt and more Chicago Haunts. And I am finishing the manuscript for Chicago Haunt 3 from the Secret oh. Files of Chicago Hauntings, Inc. That's going to be out next year. Okay. And then um, Graveyards of Chicago, which is a guidebook to Chicagoland cemeteries, which I wrote with photographer Matt Hookie, who does mm-hmm. the graveyards.com website, which is if your listeners haven't visited it, you've got to go to graveyards.com. It's so cool. I think Matt's got like 3,000 photographs on there now from wow. Chicagoland cemeteries and lots of information about them. So we um, collaborated on Graveyards of Chicago and um, then Creepy Chicago, the children's book. And I just finished the script for um, the first audio book that Lake Claremont Press is putting out, which is my book, The Best of Chicago Haunts. Great. And that's hopefully going to be out um, at the end of the year. So, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be actually reading some of it. It's so cool. I'm going to be reading the introductions to the stories. And it's going to be a third of Chicago Haunts, a third of more Chicago Haunts, and a third of uh, Chicago Haunts 3. So on the audiobook will be stuff from the book that's coming out next year. So it's kind of like a you know sneak peek at the new book. That should be uh, – people should enjoy that. They should that'll enjoy that. That'll be fun. That. Yeah, that'll be fun. The one thing I will, you know, that um, I have a lot of respect for you with is uh, you're a very well educated individual. I mean, um, as far as schooling goes, um, literature and everything else. What kind of, you know, that's what it has added to your, you know, your able to put these books together and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, um, 
it's it's very difficult. It's been difficult um, the last few years since you know ghost hunting has become so popular mm-hmm. because it's there's so much more to it than you know buying a bunch of equipment and going to haunted places and and proving or disproving you know scientifically that there's something around and um, I had so much. I, I do have a lot of background in in um, literature and history and science. I, I, had, I had a lot of uh, uh, education in science when I was in, in uh, college and graduate school. And this, those were a lot of my specialties about how all of these things relate to each other, you know, our beliefs and our experiences and, you know, the attitudes of science and the attitudes of religion and, and literature is something that's always been central to what I've done. I started out as an English major, and I'm just, I've always been fascinated by the power of words over people. And right. it's such a joy for me to write because I love to use, you know, to incorporate literature and, and other people's writing, um, you know, observations about things. So it, it was really wonderful for me to write the Chicago Hans books because I got to incorporate the you know, the beautiful words of people like Carl Sandburg and Nelson Algren and, and um, you know, Studs Terkel and all kinds of great Chicago writers and their own takes on Chicago. Because I feel that that's, that's what we do is all about. It's about talking about how we're all haunted by Chicago's unbelievable past. And, and that really goes into the broader spectrum, too, just talking about ghosts and the paranormal, I mean, we have to look at this stuff with a very broad um, sight. You know, we have to look at it from all different perspectives, and I try to do that as much as I can in the writing and in the tours, which I think is why our tours have been so successful. And knowing you, you do a very um, good background of historical research on the locations. And that comes from the same thing. You know, my husband and I started the tours five years ago. I mean, we had spent, you know, five years being married already. We're, you know, most of the time we just drive around the city and go like, oh, my gosh, remember when this used to be here or that used to be here? Remember when this happened here, this happened right there, this person lived there? And, you know, it, Chicago, as you know, uh, changes so much every day. Right, right. Especially here on the north side where I live, it's mm-hmm. like... You know, you just you walk through life going like, oh, my God, you know, what happened? Where did everything go? Where did everyone go? Yeah. And so you're, like you go through life literally haunted by what was. Right. And that's kind of what I'm trying to capture in everything is just that, you know, not we're not just haunted by ghosts. We're haunted by our past. I'm trying to tie those things together. Well, you do, you've done a lot of research. That's the backing of your books, and uh, that's what makes your books enjoyable and yeah. makes it enjoyable to listen to you. Um, you actually explained about one of these theaters um, in its alley to me, uh, what the theater used to be compared to what it is today and why that alley is haunted in there. And it's like, wow, I used to be in that alley once a week at least, you know. Oh, behind the, behind the Oriental? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's was, exa- I mean, that's that's so great to me for you to say something like that because that's that's exactly what we want to do is make people go like, oh my gosh, I didn't well, I, I, I had no idea. I actually went back uh, the next day and told told the people I uh, work with to go there. You know, hey, this is what's happened there. You know, yeah. um, about the bodies and everything else, and people jumping yeah. out of the, you know, what was it, a fire? I believe you said. Yeah, it was the Iroquois Theater fired in 1903, and that was where where the Oriental Theater is. They were Wicked has been playing for the last few years now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, um, you know, people come from all over town. Just You know, half the people who come on our tours every night are coming from Wicked or they're going to Wicked after that. And this beautiful theater, and, you know, just, just this summer, the city's redone that whole alley back there behind the theater where the many of the victims met their death after the Iroquois Theater fire. Now it's like ritzy and glitzy because a lot of people go back there after Wicked to the yeah. stage door to wait for the actors to come out. And yeah. They have no idea 
you know, what happened back there. And we that we take such joy in the fact that we send people away knowing that the next time they come back to Chicago, they will not be able to travel around the city without thinking about the things that have happened here in the past. And right. that's what that's exactly what we want to do. Yeah, like I said, I was uh I was amazed and it's like, wow, you know, um because actually I've been going in through the stage doors and those back doors I was doing it for almost a year on a weekly basis, and uh, you feel something, but, you know, I didn't know what the history was. And now knowing the history, it's like, you know, from yeah. you, yeah. it was like, wow, okay. Um, also, let's talk about the big Chicago conference coming in October. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, it's going to be so great. <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna be so cool. Um, I know a lot. I know a lot of your listeners have signed up already mm-hmm. for it, mm-hmm. and um, we still have tickets left. We have a strict um, capacity limit because yeah. the um, location we're having it in has, of course, its you know fire code, and so we only can have so many people in there. But we do have tickets left still. This is gonna be. Can I plug it? Is it okay? Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna. This is gonna. Be, I'm gonna be there. Plug it all you want. You're gonna be there. Yeah. This yeah. is gonna be October, the last weekend in October, and the main conference is going to be Saturday, October 27th, and the event is gonna be held held at the very extremely haunted Congress Plaza Hotel on Michigan Avenue, right on the lakefront downtown. This is in the heart mm-hmm. of the city. And our conference is going to be held in the Florentine Ballroom. And now, as you know, we've talked about I've been in there with the you know, Chicago Hauntings gang a bunch of times investigating yeah. the Congress Plaza. This place <clears throat> is nuts. I mean, people, it's just you walk in there and you just get this feeling. You know, people have compared the Congress Plaza to, like, the Overlook Hotel, you know, the mm-hmm. dining. It's that yeah. feeling. It just feels like... It's electric when you walk in there. And there are, um, you know, there are about a dozen rooms that are haunted, actively haunted now, with mm-hmm. many fascinating stories that we're going to be telling that weekend about how these rooms, each, each of these rooms can be haunted, and also the hallways and the ballrooms. And it's crazy, like Al Capone used to play cards in one of the rooms across from the ballroom where we're having a conference. Cool. The Florentine Ballroom, where the conference is being held, is the most, arguably the most haunted part of the hotel. And I was kind of worried about it because I, when I, when I, when I planned the conference, I told the, the hotel, we want the Florentine room because it's really haunted, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then I thought, oh, because we had gone in to do investigations before, our cameras, our video cameras, all of our equipment, like, would go dead over and over and over. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I hope, like, our equipment at the conference isn't going to be, you know, jinxed by all the stuff in the in the ballroom. So hopefully things will go off smoothly. But they have good acoustics, too, so if we lose power and stuff like yeah. that, <laughs> I think we'll still be able to pull it off. But it's going to be fantastic. It's a beautiful ballroom. Ed, we are having, as you know, some of the greatest people that are working right now in um, ghost hunting in parapsychology, um, and we have—I mean—we have an artist that's going to come and talk about the relationship between, you know, our our beliefs and experience and artistic expression. Elizabeth Rentoul, our tour guide, is going to come and talk about using the paranormal as a tool to educate. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We've got Brian Leffler coming from Minnesota, who's this, this great pers- radio personality that so many people love around the world. And uh, he's going to be talking about his really astute investigation techniques. We've got John Kachuba coming, a wonderful writer who just finished his latest book, um, Ghost Hunters, which I just uh, read a, a copy of. So he's a wonderful, funny, very knowledgeable, uh, entertaining author. So he's going to come and talk to us. Greg Myers from Minnesota is going to for, uh, from Missouri is going to come and talk to us about some of the very controversial techniques that he's. Um, been using uh, in Missouri with um, Stephen Lachance. And um, we're going to have Mark Macy come from out in Colorado who's going to be bringing his Luminator, which I don't know if you're familiar with it. It's a device that he uses to, you know, communicate with the dead. 
Really? He's, yeah, he's the founder of Instrumental Transcommunications, World oh, ICC, and he's got this device illuminator, which, you know, is, is something that's been proven very successful for him with communicating with the dead. And he's a follower of, you know, the first EVP, um, you know, pioneers yeah. who first started up the idea of communicating with the dead via electronic communication, you know, and well, he's, you know, part of this group of people that have, you know, gotten phone calls from people that have died and stuff like that. So it's very cool. So he's please, please, that. please introduce me to him. Oh, absolutely. While we're there. While and, we're there. oh, my gosh, we're going to have... you got things I, going, I, I, things every night, too. I mean, we do, after, we do, yeah. we do, but I have Friday night, about Saturday. star guest. I can't even believe I even spoke to her, let alone that she's coming to this conference, is Sally Ryan Feather, the daughter okay. of J.B. Ryan and Louisa Ryan, who started parapsychology back yeah. in the 1930s. She is still very, very much involved in the Ryan Research Center, which is, you know, kind of the, the child of the original parapsychology laboratory at Duke University that her parents started. And she grew up literally in the parapsychology laboratory in the world and she's going to come and talk to us about um, her book that came out in the last year, The Gift which is about her own work carrying on what her mother did which was to collect spontaneous experiences with the paranormal thousands and thousands I think her mother's collection when Louisa Ryan died she had I think 25,000 individual reports cases of people's spontaneous experiences with the paranormal. So wow. she's carrying on that work, and she's written a book um, this past year that she will talk about, and she's also going to kind of do an introduction to parapsychology to give people the background that I think, um, you know, not to sound like snooty or anything, but mm -hmm. I think a lot of people are lacking in just the, the fundamental knowledge of what parapsychology has um, has explored, has not explored, and, and, you know, basic fundamentals of parapsychology. So I'm, I'm so thrilled that she's coming and so honored that she's coming. It's just amazing. And I, I'm just going to be so thrilled to meet her in person finally after so many years. I hearken back to my days, you know, 20 years yeah. ago when I first started reading her parents' books and stuff, and it's so cool. So, but yeah, we're going to have um, events every night, special events after hours, and we're going to be going over to the Excalibur nightclub and seeing Neil Tobin's Supernatural Chicago show, which is a really neat kind of mm -hmm. illusion show incorporating a lot of Chicago's great ghost stories and yeah. in one of the most haunted buildings in the city. Right. We're going to be doing our Chicago hauntings tour, taking people all over the city. I'm so excited that people are coming from all over the country, and I get to take them to all these famous places in Chicago for the first time, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, Saturday night, we're going We're going to just go party. We're going to go down to Archer Avenue and go to Chet's Melody Lounge, and they're going to make this great bread for us. We're going to have our Resurrection Mary watch party down there right across from Resurrection Cemetery. So we're going to have really good times, and there will be late-night investigations each night. And I'll be involved night. with the Saturday night thing with You're you. You're going to be yeah. doing the tour with me, so yep. I'm not getting yeah. out of it. <laughs> no, I don't want to, and uh, I'll be hanging around with you as uh, uh, say hi to Neil and everything uh, Friday night, and uh, so it, it sounds like a great weekend. People can find out more information by going to your website, ChicagoHauntings.com, or there's even a banner at uh, my website under the events section, uh, TheUnexplainedWorld.com, and uh, it it maps out everything that's going to be going on. So uh, don't miss this weekend coming up. The first actually in Chicago also, isn't it? It is. You know, there have been some, um, you know, uh, there, there, I think um, Dale with the Ghost Research Society, I think he had a conference on the south side and, um, back in the 80s, I think. Oh, okay. had a few speakers down there. Um, yeah. This is the first, you know, this is the first event that's really, um, you know, bringing Big. together Big. from all over the mm -hmm. Midwest. To, and, and from around the country. Well, I've been in. I've been in the hotel uh, with my what I have what I do on a regular basis, and I got the uh, joy of going into the basement area, okay, mm -hmm. and talking to some of the people that work there. 
And you know what? Basement. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, Yeah, you talk about senses kicking in, but those people that work there even agree that there's stuff that goes on. So, um, yeah. Okay. Let me make a couple announcements right now, Ursula, if you don't mind. Okay. Thank you. And we got a big announcement. (laughs) And I got a big announcement to make. But um, let's go with this one. August 22nd, which is a Wednesday night, there's going to be psychic readings in Michigan City with our readers, Patty, Annette, Rhonda, and Pam. Patty does crystal ball and tarot and pendulum readings. Annette does past life readings. Many of people have heard her do them on our radio broadcast, uh, runes and tarot. Rhonda does multi-tarot decks. Rhonda will also be a guest on our broadcast in the near future. And then Pam does tarot. It's going to be at the, in Michigan City Wednesday night, August 22nd, at McGinnis Pub. McGinnis Pub is at 227 West 7th Street off of Wabash near Highway 12, across the street from the Lighthouse Outlet Mall. And the thing about this location, it is also haunted. All right. One more thing I'd like to say that's um, for the unexplained world that's going to be coming up is, where is it at? Okay. Okay, the unexplained world, haunted northwest Indiana Dunes area. Join Annette giving the Paranormal History Tour and walks at the locations with me, and we will also do my Circle of Energy at one of the locations. I think it will be at the Bailey Cemetery because it was very active the night we went there last year. Uh, the locations we will be going to is Diana the Dunes, Bailey Cemetery, the Tree of Death, and it's possible tied to the old farmhouse. Tours are, tours are about 20 minutes from the Illinois-Indiana border in northwest Indiana. We will be walking the area of Lake Michigan and also through the woods to the Bailey Cemetery. Bring your flashlights and walking shoes, and if you desire, paranormal tools. That's Saturday, October 6th at 7.30 p.m. start. Um, that's also on our website, theunexplainedworld.com. Well, and I'll be doing readings in September, September 10th, back at Champs, but we'll talk about that at a later date. And Miss Ursula, Ursula Bielski yep. and myself have... Uh, Major announcement to make, don't we? Yes. We do. <coughs> yes. yes, we do. Uh, who wants to make it? You. Make it? You're going to make Me. it. Me. Yeah. Make it? Okay. Uh, there's been a lot of work that's gone into what we're going to present. And um, a lot of work by Ursula, a lot of work by me. We've come together to present something different different from the unexplained world and different from the Chicago Chicago haunting tours. And let, should I just read what's on the webpage, Ursula? Absolutely. Okay. We are very proud to announce Ursula Bielski of Chicago Hauntings and Edward Shanahan of the Unexplained World present Beyond the Veil. One night, one location, one chance to cross over. Join Edward L. Shanahan of the Unexplained World and Chicago Hauntings Ursula Bielski, Chicago's most acclaimed ghostwriter, as they usher you into some of the Midwest's most notorious locations for an intimate night of exploration and intrigue. Beyond the Veil meets on location, and attendance is extremely limited to ensure the profound experience possible for all involved. Guests will learn the shadowy history of the evening's meeting place, hear legends of the paranormal as experienced at the site, Freely explore the physical surroundings and participate in my circle of energy, plus other demonstrations that we'll be doing there. Um, Ursula, you want to take it from there? Yes, this is so exciting, Ed. I'm so thrilled about this. Um, Ed, you and I um, have, like you said, spent a lot of time and energy planning all this stuff, and it's going to be wonderful. Um, we are going to be taking people all around the Midwest, starting out here um, uh, in the Chicago land area, and we're going to be, we're going to be going, you know, places as far away as Iowa, and we're going to be going to Indiana. So we're going to be making our way around, and we're going to have a lot more events to announce. 
But mm-hmm. um, we are going to be going to places where each of us have had profound experiences with the paranormal in the past. Right. And we are going to be bringing other people to these places. And it's not going to be like a lot of, there are a lot of groups right now and organizations that, that you know, take people to haunted places and they ghost hunt. Um, it's not quite what, we, what we're doing. What we really want to do is to bring people to these intensely spiritual places and to let them experience them. And in some, you know, in, in each case, to kind of to aid that, so to aid the openness to it. So we want to really put ourselves at the service of the people that are going to participate in these events so that we are right there and we can talk with everybody about their past experiences with the paranormal and with their spiritual development. We will be um, answering people's questions and, and talking with people about different, um, you know, ideas that everyone has about the paranormal and about uh, the spiritual and um, just enjoying being together at some of these very intensely um, spiritual and, yeah, haunted places. And mm-hmm. uh, there, there are a lot of places, some of them are places that other uh, uh, companies have taken guests to um, right right now, which I'm sad at me, is the Velisca Axe Murder House, which we're going to be going to in May uh, of next year. Um, I've been to the Velisca Axe Murder House a number of times um, and always felt deeply moved by the experience, as everybody has gone there has. And I'm very excited to go there with you, Ed, because I know that the guests of Beyond the Veil that we're going to be going there with um, it's going to be quite different because we're really, really going to be on hand to right. to talk with the people that are involved and to experience the place with the people that are involved. And so I'm I'm very excited about doing this stuff. And um, basically, we've got a slate of events that are up um, right now that we have scheduled for 2007, 2008. We've got a couple places, don't we, Ed, in the planning that we're just waiting for final confirmation of. So we didn't put them up tonight yet. No. But hopefully in the next couple of weeks we will. And um, I'm going to let you start off. Can we talk a little bit about each one? Sure. Um, yeah, you oh, want to talk about... Which one? You wanted to talk about the first two locations that we're going oh, Okay. Um, yeah, because I've been there, you haven't. And you've, exactly. we're going to go to places that I haven't been, which will be a very new experience for me, and um, that you've been to. So <clears throat> the first one will be September fifteenth, two 2007. It's uh, Saturday evening, the Humphrey House in Orland Park, uh, Senator John Humphrey's house. It's been in the family all their life. Um, the family's life. Then it was donated to the Historical Society of Orland. So it's pretty much been in the family and from there to the Historical Society. We've been there. I've been there. I've taken groups of people there. Um, The thing about the place is the family members, especially Mr. and Mrs. and the second Mrs., we're all buried from, we're all wake there. Their, cha- their children, I believe it was two or three that passed away at a very young age, were also uh, waked in the home. The house is has a tie, and this came from the Historical Society, nothing from Ed, they told us this. It has a tie to Bachelors Grove Cemetery. The first child of Mr. and Mrs. Humphrey, um, when, it was, when it died, I believe it was died at birth, they had the child... They didn't have no location. She had family. She came from a very rich family. She had family that was buried at Bachelors Grove Cemetery. So what they did is they buried the child there. Well, when she did die, she was found dead in the house. Um, and the weird thing about it is within, I don't know if it was three weeks or three months, I can't recall right now, Mr. Humphrey remarried, and he remarried his secretary. And we'll talk more about um, the strange things about that um, at the Humphrey house. But when Mrs. Humphrey, the first Mrs. Humphrey died, she was buried at another location. Now, this came from the Historical Society. They questioned if Mrs. Humphrey may be the Madonna in child that they see at Bachelors Grove, that people have seen at Bachelors Grove. That came from the 
yeah, that came from a histor historical society. Uh, there's two areas where we've done the circle of energy in the past. In the child's playroom, it was it's basically uh, off limits to the general public. We're allowed in there, and also in the room where the people are awake. If you go to the website, The Unexplained World, and click on the Humphrey House in the paranormal section, you'll see a couple of you'll see the picture that came up in the living room where the people were awake. Okay, that's the Humphrey House. <clears throat> Then Sunday, September 30th, we go to Frankie's Roadhouse, which is the old Ricordies, which is the old Cavalones West. But the thing that I want out of the Frankie's Roadhouse, I want the woods again. I want the place where the circle of energy was first created, where people seen at night, orbs coming down the hills and everything with their naked eyes, where during the circle of energy, at the one location we do it to, when I took you, at the one location we do it to, back in the woods by the bridge, um, we had people mention that this was Indian, um, Indian land, Indian property. The bridge itself, if we, if somebody brings a blue light with them or, or a uh, what a, a dark light, what are those called? Black light. Uh, black light. There we go. Um, if they bring that with them, you'll be able to see the blood stains on the bridge, under the bridge. Okay. Um, the thing about the the tours will be done, in the regular tours will be done, and in the house. But my goal is to get back again into the woods and do the circle of energies again. Again, it has not been done back there since uh, the very last time I was there, and that was with the old owners about two years ago. So I'm looking forward to that. And I know you're looking forward to going in the woods, but I know a lot of people want to go back into the building itself. Now this is yes. one of this is an old, like a legitimate Capone speakeasy. We know historically that this was this place saw a lot of action back during Prohibition, and there was a lot of very seedy stuff that went on here, and. Mm -hmm. I know um, nobody's been allowed in the basement since the place was called Cavalonis years ago. And well, here's another be, thing. Yeah. The attic, it's too. going into the basement. And the attic. I and the attic. Yes. And this is going to be, this whole event is going to be limited to 20 people. So we're going to have half the people in the building and half the people out in the woods switching um, mm -hmm. off during the course of the evening. So you're going to be on four floors in what many people arguably believe is the most haunted structure in the Chicagoland area, and definitely one of the most notorious. And so there's yeah. 10 people on four floors of this building. I don't think that's ever been the case before. This is our own private event. So there will be nobody yeah. else. Yeah, the building will be closed. The building will be closed off to everybody else. Yeah, so. This, I think, is what we've wanted for many years, is to have a very small, intimate group on this property um, for several mm -hmm. hours by ourselves. And mm -hmm. finally, it's like a dream come true. And I know you got your wood, so <laughs> well, I, I love to the go house out there too. with you, too. Believe me, but, I love the house, too. I've had in the basement area, in the for furnace area, where Amy and I previous work, were, went into, um, she was telling me, Ed, don't keep on going back in there. I kept on being drawn in there. The next thing I know, the next day, my energy was sucked out of me. Okay. I was bedridden for almost three days afterwards. I, I didn't know, Ed, Ed, Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to add that every sensitive that I've been in this building with in the last mm. 15 years has said that that place, has been the most upsetting place that they've ever been in in their lives, and these are some some sensitives that have been practicing for, you know, this you know um, right. have their gifts for thirty, forty, or more years, and so it's there's definitely a lot of stuff going on there. And I shared with you about the kitchen area, what I picked up uh, in the camp in the, I won't say here on the radio. I don't want to upset anybody, but. Um, yeah, it's a very uh, it's a dandy little place, mm -hmm. and um, it's, everything's, I mean, there's going to be a buffet and everything. Everything's inclusive. 
Um, oh, yeah, and that's what we're trying to do. Let me throw that in, too. At, at all of these events, we're trying to make them as comfortable as possible. So whenever we can include dinner, you know, something, you know, nice like that, we're going to do that as much as we can because we want to, we want people to, and correct me if I'm wrong, Ed, we mm-hmm. want people to relax, to right. be enjoying themselves, and to just be calm and open to each other, which I think in turn opens people up to activity and to the experience and promotes, I think, paranormal activity. As, as more, the more relaxed people are and the more open they are to each other, I think, the more open, more openness there is to the, to the phenomena themselves. And that's why we're limiting it to the amount of people we're eliminating. Absolutely. Yeah, eliminating. We want it as intimate of an environment as can. Right, right. And also during these things, um, let's say if one of the places provides dinner and stuff like that, you and I will be there to you know, answer questions and stuff like that, maybe me doing you know, a couple of readings for the group and stuff like that also. So, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Okay, your turn. This is so fun, isn't it? In November, mm-hmm. we are going to a really amazing sort of unknown place. We're going down to the Star of Rock area, and we're going to be spending the weekend at the DeBolt House, which is an old bed and breakfast along the Fox River. And it's literally a stone's throw away from the Sulphur Springs Resort where Al Capone literally used to like to stay. And as part of the um, weekend, we're going to be staying at the DeBolt House. We're going to spend Saturday afternoon with on a guided tour of the gangland haunts of the Star Rock area. We're going to be going into Star Rock and going to St. Louis Canyon, which is his, has its own notorious haunted history. And we're going to be coming back to the bed and breakfast in the evening, and we're going to have this awesome barbecue prepared by Bobby Joe, who's um, one of the owners of the house. And they're going to make us a big campfire, and we're going to have ghost stories and readings out by the campfire along the Fox River. And all night long, we will have full access to almost 71 acres of haunted forest, including (laughs) Al Capone's Wishing Well, where he used to like to spend time, just beautiful little grotto um, on the property, Stations of the Cross, where we had um, paranormal activity captured along the route when we were there a couple of years ago. And um, we can just kind of wander at will. And, and like I said, the abandoned Sulphur Springs Resort um, is just across the road, and we're not really supposed to go there. But, you know, um, it's kind of up to everybody what, you know, if they want to break the law, we don't encourage that. But, you know, yeah. it's a free country. So, um it's going to be really fun. And, and I have to point out, and this is going to come up here for the first time, all of these events are almost at cost, um, mm-hmm. you know, figuring in our expenses and stuff like that to do them. And this is incredible. We were, Ed and I were talking today is that it's like it would be more, it would be more expensive to stay home November 10th than to go with us to Starred Rock on this awesome weekend. Yeah, it's yeah. Just the, the the prices are so cheap, and they include like this 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 night at at this wonderful place in, uh, includes this great barbecue cookout and breakfast in the morning. And seriously, it would be cheaper to stay home than to come with us, and it's going to be awesome. And also, yeah. a portion of every one of these of uh, the pro- the proceeds from every one of these events is going to be donated to a foundation or an organization um, that's involved in research for parapsychology. And we've got. You know, our, our beginning um, foundations that we've got listed, we've got a different one for each event. So just know that when you sign up, a, por- a portion of the proceeds are going to go to um, toward research and parapsychology to some of the most respected organizations um, in the country. It That sounds like a, a real great weekend um, mm-hmm. with everything involved and maybe even some surprises while we're there. But... Um, yeah, 70 acres of haunted woods. Mm. Isn't that cool? All night uh, long, you can go everywhere you yeah. want. So cool. Yeah. Then, you want to talk about the next? Yeah. This is something I've wanted to do for such a long time, Ed. 
on Saturday evening, December eighth, we are going to. This is just gonna. This is gonna be fun. This is gonna be our Christmas party like no other. Mm-hmm. We are gonna take guests to introduce them to the ghosts of Chicago's Christmas past, and this is gonna be awesome. If, if, if for the, for the listeners that aren't familiar with Chicago, Chicago's Prairie Avenue District is one of the oldest neighborhoods in the city. It's right around where, where Soldier Field is today, where the Chicago Bears play. And right after the Great Chicago Fire, Chicago's wealthiest families live there. And there's just a few of those mansions that are left today. It's a historic district today, but it's also one of the fastest-growing neighborhoods in the city. In fact, Mayor, our Mayor Daly, our current mayor, lives in a new townhouse in the area. But this oh, really? whole neighborhood was built on... Yeah, it's not cool. Yeah. <laughs> but this whole neighborhood, <laughs> the old neighborhood as it was after the fire and the new one that's growing up today around the old one, that first neighborhood was built on the killing fields of the Fort Dearborn Massacre of 1812, which led to the, the scalping and murdering of most of the settlers that had settled at the area that would become Chicago in the early 1800s. So these are vast killing fields that this neighborhood was built on, and this area has been known to be haunted since the time of the Fort Dearborn Massacre in 1812. So it's a fascinating, electric part of the city. There's a very beautiful museum in the neighborhood, the Glessner House, which is the home of the Glessner family. It's a Victorian home, beautiful, uh, designed by architect Henry Hobson Richardson, one of Chicago's wonderful pioneering architects. It's one of the only remaining period homes on Prairie Avenue, and it's going to be the scene on December 8th of a great Christmas dinner. We're going to have cocktails and dinner there after our tour of Chicago's Christmas time haunted sites like um, the Iroquois Theater fire site, um, the Tales of Holy Family, the story of the Christmas tree ship. We're going to travel all around Chicago on the Chicago Hauntings Ghost Bus and go to all these cool sites that are associated with December um, events and hauntings in Chicago. Mm-hmm. We're going to come back to Gloucester House and have this great cocktail hour and dinners and dinner in the Victorian dining room at Gloucester House. We're going to have a guided tour of the house from a docent at Gloucester House. And then we're going to settle back around the table for a seance to attempt to contact the spirit of the house's architect, who is believed to haunt the place. And that's going to be hosted by you, Ed, right? Yes, it will be. Yes, it's going to be so beautiful. It's going to be a wonderful Christmas party. We're going to have a beautiful dinner. And the ambiance of the Gloucester House is so beautiful. And we're going to be having dinner in this Victorian dining room. We have our little authentic Victorian seance around the dining table after dinner. So it's just going to be a blast. It's going to be a really, really good time. And I think um, I could hear it, and I think, I hope, hopefully, the listeners could hear it in both of our voices, the passion we have to do this stuff. You know, Absolutely. Um, I, hear it in, I hear it in your voice. Well, it's unbelievable, Ed. I mean, when I met you, I, I can't even, I still am just, like, amazed at the feeling I had when I met you. It was like, I mean, I had this feeling like, oh, my God, at last. You know, there he is. And I'd never met you before. You know, right. I talked to you on your, on your show before, and we've emailed each other just about mm-hmm. interesting things that we heard. Mm-hmm. Never mm-hmm. met each other, and it was just, like, inseparable. You know, like mm-hmm. the moment that we met, and we knew and that. If- Weird. And the people that showed up at our in my last psychic reading, which was at Champs, uh, mm-hmm. first Monday of this month, those there got to meet you. So uh, that was a little surprise for the people that showed up at the psychic uh, psychic readings. I did that Monday night. And uh, let's talk about what's coming up. We got we're working like listeners. We are working on other projects also, on uh, other locations. And as soon as those come up, we'll we'll let you know. But as we also are going to be showing up at a couple places, Ursula's been asked to be guest at and stuff like that. But we also got stuff already planned for 2008. Why don't you mention those, Ursula? We've got two events that are already scheduled for 2008. Um, and the first one, uh, as I mentioned earlier, is a place that I've been to several times um, and. All I can say is read the um, read the listing on the Beyond the Veil webpage about all these events. There's a fantastic website. Um, 
called VelizcaIowa.com that is designed and maintained by a, all you can call her is a devotee of the Velisca axe murders. And it sounds crazy, but there are many people around the world that are dedicated to um, these murders that occurred in Velisca, Iowa, 95 years ago um, next year. So mm-hmm. We're going during the anniversary week, the 95th anniversary week of the murders, um, where um, you know two adults, six children were found brutally murdered in their beds in a little town in Iowa. This was in 1912. And, um, I'm sorry, 1908. And um, it's just amazing. It's... Um, this house, this little house, has such a draw for people. I mean, people have been coming to this house from all over the world for the last few years that's been open to the public. And there's just something about the story. Um, the murder was never found. No one was ever brought to justice. Um, the, the case was never solved. And the house shows it. It has so much activity. Um, it... It just draws you in. I can't describe it. But we're going to be meeting at um, in downtown Villisca in, um, on Saturday evening, May 3rd, 2008, and there's only going to be eight tickets sold to mm-hmm. this event. Right. And then there's going to be you and me, Ed. So there's yeah. going to be ten people at this event. And we're going, to, um, we're going to be meeting with Darwin and Martha Lynn, these wonderful people that bought the house in 1994, and they restored it to the way that it was at the time of the murders in 1912. And um, they have put so much love and affection into the restoration of this home. They are absolutely devoted to this, the, the family and, and two children from another family that died in this terrible crime. And they've brought people in from all over the country. Um, and there have many, been many ghost hunting groups from around the world that have come and stayed at the house um, and have gotten a lot of very interesting um, evidence and take, uh, um, you know, have captured a lot of very interesting evidence. I've got some of it from one group that I'm going to ask them if I can um, post it on our site, the PRISM group here from the Midwest mm-hmm. that I was there with a couple of years ago. They got some amazing footage from the upstairs bedroom. Um, but we're going to be bringing people to Villisca and meeting Darwin and Martha Lynn, and we're going to have dinner with this wonderful couple and um, go out to the cemetery and, and visit the graves of the victims of the murders. And then we're going to spend the whole night in the house. And it's going to be ten of us, and we'll have the whole house to ourselves all evening um, till dawn. And well, you're really, you're, we're really going to put my uh, <laughs> my uh, sense, senses on uh, alert, aren't we? <laughs> and when you, you, you'll be amazed when you visit yeah. this place. You know, I'm like I told you, I'm as sensitive as a brick mm-hmm. wall, and you're going to help mm-hmm. me with that. You told yeah, me. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be trying to. <laughs> but help you open even up. me. Uh, when I walked into that house, knowing nothing about it, the first time I walked into that house, I broke down crying, wow. knowing nothing about it. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm, uh, so, I'm, I'll, I'll be happy I got time to build myself up to that. Um, fantastic. Then the, you're going to talk other... about, um, um, and we're going to schedule the exact date for this. We're waiting to find out because they have a seminar going um, mm-hmm. in April when we want to go. So they're um, they're working really hard to make sure that we can have, um, you know, a lot of the area to ourselves when we come. Yeah. So this yeah. is going to be scheduled for April or May and in the spring of 08. And I'm going to let you talk about it because I know you and I both have wanted to go to this place for a long time. So okay. let's just know a little bit about it. We got uh, about six minutes left. It's Camp Chesterfield Spiritualist Camp in Chesterfield, Indiana. Um, it's basically um, psychics, mediums, healing, uh, spiritual. It's a camp. It's uh, Ursula. You talk. I've read about it. It's like I've always wanted to go there. Um, it's one of, yeah, it's one of the, me too, I've been going here forever since I was, you know, in, in college and started learning about the spiritualist business. It's one of the oldest, one of the only original spiritualist camps still remaining in the United States. Right. It was founded in 1891 along the White River in Indiana, and it is, it's, 
I mean, it's the way it was. So we're going to go there. And it's very, you know, even if you're not into the stuff, it's just the history of the place is amazing. We're going to be staying um, overnight at the hotel on the premises. There's also the original hotel, the Sunflower Hotel. Mm -hmm. And it's not in use right now. So we're trying to see if we can get into the Sunflower Hotel to do a little, to experience the place on our own. Yeah, if it's the original, uh, like I said, like you said, it's the original place. I've read a lot of uh, activities that's gone on at that at the camp. Um, we're also going to be treated to. You want to tell them? We're going to be actually participating in a seance at one of the only remaining spiritualist camps in the nation. So By one of the their medium. people. Yeah, absolutely. We will have one of the mediums from Camp Chesterfield. Um, hosting a seance for us, and um, it's going to be really cool. I can't wait. I can't, it's so exciting. I can't even believe it. And yeah, um, and also throughout the weekend, I mean, people are are welcome to um, engage, you know, mediums and psychics and readers on the premises in additional readings, and um, um, everyone's right there at your beck and call to help you on your spiritual journey. So. I'm just really excited, both historically and spiritually, to finally be visiting this place. Is something I've been up to um, the Wisconsin Spiritualist Camp in Wanawak, Wisconsin, several okay. times. But um, this is such uh, more historical and and far-reaching premises, and also very haunted. There's a lot of other places at the camp that are haunted too that we'll be able to check out. They uh, people can you know. They could look it up on the Internet to find out more about the place. Uh, it's Camp Chesterfield. Oh, absolutely. There's Spiritual. so much information on the Internet yeah. about Camp Chesterfield. Right. Hey, could I, uh, could I invite you out to, uh, because I know you've wanted to go to this place, uh, to join, you know, be my guest at uh, Diana the Dunes um, when we, when we uh, meet Annette up there in Indiana. Could I, I would love it. Absolutely yeah. love it. Well, Diana the Dunes is one of my favorite ghost stories in the Chicago area, and I love the Dunes area, and yeah. I would love to do that. Okay, super, super. And that's uh, everybody. You could go to Ursula's website, and that's chicagohauntings.com to look up everything we've talked about, or you could go to theunexplainedworld.com, go on the uh, upcoming events, and... Uh, there's a link right from it's got <clears throat> it's got a breakdown of uh, the different locations and links right to uh, Ursula's page for Beyond the Veil. Okay, this is Beyond the Veil. It's separate from the Unexplained World. It's separate from the Ghost Tours. This is something that um, I think you can hear the passion in her, in Ursula, and the passion in me that we want to do this and bring experience to the people for the spiritual world and for your exposure to the spiritual side, okay? Also, with this couple minutes left, Ursula, uh, you and I talked about people uh, that come to this to turn over their photographs and that to us if they come across things. Um, Oh, absolutely. We encourage people to, you know, take photographs and and video footage at the sites that we're going to because we're going to be setting up a whole... um, you know, whole website dedicated to, you know, our explorations on, with these events. Mm-hmm. And uh, everybody will I don't know, maybe eventually we'll collaborate on a book or something. What do you think, Ed? Uh, Beyond the Veil. I'm, I'm game. It's a great name. That sounds good. Yeah. yeah. I'm, so, I'm just so excited about going to these places with other people that think like us and they're just wanting to explore um, and this, the reality thing, of these places. Yeah. And the thing is, a lot of work have, has gone into this. Uh, both of us been, we've kept it under our, you know, close to our chest. We haven't told nobody about it, but we we went ahead and the worst we could be told is no, and we've hardly hit that. So um, um, I'm proud to be with Ursula, working with her on this. And, um, Likewise. Thank you, Ed. We're, we're looking forward to it. Um that's about it for tonight. We got a minute left. I want to thank you, Ursula. Uh, oh, let me say one other thing, ladies and gentlemen. If you're interested, um, I suggest you know jumping in there and signing up because I got an email from a person 
that they've already bought four that they've already signed up four of them signed up for a location so uh, the show's not even over with oh yeah so, and these are again really really limited I mean some of them we've got like we've got eight people in the list got the most yeah. we can allow in one place is 20 people and that's right. one place it's usually around 12 13 people something like that so that's the most you and I would allow Let's yeah. remember that. Exactly, yeah. and that's kind of right. what it's all about. We want to keep it. And we've fought, haven't we, Ad, already fought mm-hmm. to keep it mm-hmm. intimate? Yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> okay, Ursula, thank you very much, Thanks, listeners. Thank you. Night. And I will give you a call in a couple minutes, Ursula. Okay? Good. Listeners, thank you. And the next show is August 26th, talking about UFOs with our new inner circle, David person and we'll be talking then thank you very much and good night